0: you for tuning into the right way podcast where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way on this program we'll interview folks who have been through some pain like my beautiful false youth and who have turned that pain into power to learn more about our organization and our mission please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Frank Vega here with you for Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way, taking our painting and turning it into power. We got another awesome young alumni, Right Way alumni in the building. It goes by the name of Latrice. Latrice has been with us for a while also. Uh, and so we're just excited and seeing this young lady grow. And it was fortunate about Right Way Foundation that I'm blessed. I get to grow with our youth and we get to see them from transitioning from young, to adulthood, young teen to young adulthood, and Latrice. Without further ado, let's welcome you into the building. How are you doing today? Where's
1: my jumro Where's the audience? There you go. They
0: a okay. Yes. Yes. Hello, Latrice. Who's Latrice?
1: I am Latrice Marie. I am a producer. I am a foster youth. I'm an advocate for underdogs. Period. And I'm passionate about everything I do.
0: What do you produce? I produce
1: produce. events, Uh film, and, you know, I produce my own content. I'm working on a podcast currently
0: awesome awesome is your is your podcast up and running or is coming soon
1: it's like in the works i'm still writing it have we got the title
0: of it yet yes i do want to share promote you never know be on the lookout say be on the lookout
1: folks for be on the lookout for chat it up with latrice marie
0: chat it up i like that chat it up chat it up all right good to go so you know our theme Ten minutes of healing the right way, going from pain to power. You did mention you're a former foster youth and an advocate, uh, and you like to fight for the underdog. Why do you like to fight for the underdog? That's a good question. Let's start there.
1: Hmm. Why? Because you think yes. There you go. Absolutely, that's the number one reason, and because. A lot of people voices get silenced because they're not able they're not they don't have the strength to speak up for themselves or they just get lost in the sauce. So somebody has to do it. And I like being that person. And I don't want to root for everybody who's already winning. I want to root for the person who you counted out because they might have made a mistake one time, but one person can make one mistake but come back a hundred times harder you know what i mean
0: oh heck yeah totally agree so let's focus in on your childhood let's go back to your childhood or you not have to let's be childhood. do it um, you said you mentioned you came up from the foster care system how long yes. were you in the foster care system
1: okay so <clears throat> i've always lived with someone that wasn't my Parent, so a foster parent, I've always lived with, but I wasn't officially in the system until I was 12 years old. And that's only because my biological brother had got put in the system along with two of my biological brothers got caught in a situation with my mom. She left them in an abandoned building. And because they found them, they had to get all of us together and see where we were and if we were in safe placements. I was safe, but they were like, You don't live with your biological parent or anybody who's biologically related to you. So we have to put you in a foster youth system because you're a foster youth. You live with someone who's not your parent or family.
0: Okay, but you were doing well.
1: Yeah, I was completely fine. I and was in they school. removed you from that? No, they you? never removed okay, me. Okay, gotcha. I've never been removed. I stayed in the same house for 17 years. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay, good mm-hmm. to go. So uh, that's almost like kinship care kind of, but no.
1: It is, but she's not my biological. Oh, so that was. They but she's say, not biologically related you? to me at all. She's my grandmother's best friend. And she who just had Yeah, who just stepped up, fell in love with me when I was about two days old. She awesome. came to the hospital to visit my mom. My mom had left me in the hospital by myself and. And they were looking for somebody to take me. None of my relatives wanted to take me. Um, I was very sick as a kid. Um, I, had a, I don't know exactly what was wrong with me, uh-huh. but they said I might have been blind and some other stuff. So they were really wary and nobody wanted the sick, the underdog, the sick yeah, child. Correct. So mm-hmm. my mom, I call her my mom. She mm-hmm. is my mom. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my foster mom basically did everything she can. And I'm not blind. I don't have any terminal illnesses yeah, or yeah, anything correct. like that. I can see 20 10 vision. Hey, 2020. Yeah. 2010 is better and I have
0: twenty three. What? Okay. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Yes, okay. you do. <laughs> Good. To go. So, you know, how did that play in your life growing up? You know, did you notice that mm-hmm. all the time or you said at 12 years old mm-hmm. is when they really just opened up a case for you?
1: That's when they opened up the case. But I can say I can. I, I, it was always some kind of difference that I seen in my siblings versus how I was treated. And I'm just now in my adulthood being able to identify the traumas that I went through from just being separated from my biological family, period. And my auntie asked me this one time. She was like, do you think it's better that you knew some of your biological family or would you have rather not known anyone from your biological family? And I think knowing my biological family kind of effed me up a little bit more. Um, I don't want to curse, but because it was just like y'all right there and then they didn't live far at all. But y'all had no or limited interaction with me. So mm-hmm. y'all chose not to be there. So to have a biological family, know who they are, be able to identify them, but having them choose not to interact with you when that's all you want it, it's a bittersweet kind of thing.
0: This is a very rude question, but how young are you now? Because I want to know your I'm old. 25. Okay, you're 25. And how's that affecting you today? How, you
1: know, I'm effed up
0: you're effed up yes
1: i'm so screwed <laughs> um, oh, right. you're joking but okay a little bit
0: <laughs> all
1: the all good jokes all what, true what, what what now. what but, is it you um,
0: just wish and just you sometimes sit at home and say i wish they were there i wish i had it or w-
1: i'm learning to stop blaming my upbringing for where i am today mm-hmm. like i don't blame it but i'm like trying to figure out like like I said I'm identifying the traumas and trying to figure out how to heal from it still Mm -hmm. so like I'm trying I'm I'm in the stage where it's like I'm trying to learn how to turn my pain into power Mm -hmm. but I'm also trying I've been fake healing for Mm -hmm. a long time like it's it's easy to be like I'm okay I'm good Uh because when you stand by yourself for so long I got me. So I'm good all the time because I know I'm going to get myself out of situations that I find myself in. Or if I'm presented with something, I'm going to handle it in the best way that I can to get out of it or to handle the situation. But you mask a lot of you just mask a lot. You bury a lot of stuff. And right now it's like I'm standing on a pile of buried trauma and it's like it's starting to like. Overflow, You know how like a trash can overflows or yeah. like you can smell the trash yeah. after it sits for a while. It's like I'm starting to feel it and I'm starting to like identify like, OK, these are some traumas that I need to, you know, address. And what, and
0: what are you how are you dealing? What are you doing about it then? Um, Because you, you recognize it.
1: So. I'm not quitting. OK, I would say that um, the work I do with Real to Real, the work I do with Better Youth, um, being a producer, producing shows, it challenges me in ways that are Building me as a person is building character in me. Mm -hmm. It's like forcing me to keep my word, keep a schedule, to be on time, you know, to Mm -hmm. communicate with people and not to shut down or just to be the biggest thing right now. Being okay with asking for things. Mm -hmm. I've never felt comfortable asking for things because I've always had to get it on my own. If I needed anything, especially when it came to money, I had to get it on my own. If I needed clothes, I had to get it on my own. And for so long, my mom, my foster mom was a hover parent.
0: The helicopter mom
1: a helicopter mom. Like when I say I couldn't do anything, but you know how you separate the kids from the adults? You sit sit the kids at the, Kid table. You sit the adults at the adult table. I had to be right there at the adult table next to my mom. But I had to stay in a child's place at the same time. So I'm getting exposed to all this adult stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm very mature for my age, but I'm not getting the social interaction with people my age. So I always felt like I didn't fit in with nobody. Wow. Because I'm too mature to be with y'all. Because the silly stuff that y'all laugh and y'all joke about is not funny to me because mm-hmm. I'm sitting around with real adult problems. I don't have real adult problems, but mm-hmm. I'm listening to real adult problems mm-hmm. and I'm watching my mom handle real adult problems all the time so I'm thinking as an adult as a 10 year old as a 7 year old by the time I was 10, 11 I was taking care of my brothers and my nephew wow so okay. I've been an adult for as long as I can remember <laughs> you,
0: you had to grow up too fast
1: basically and sometimes
0: yeah. you feel you, you probably sometimes I feel of- like
1: I'm a grown child
0: Wow, a grown child. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes okay. I have
1: to check myself and be like, You're being childish. And it's and I know where it stems from, but it's like you gotta figure out how to deal with it in an adult way. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. as You're you out. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: What's helping you figure it out now then?
1: Um, Being honest with myself.
0: Being honest with yourself. OK. Mm-hmm. Well, we always end it with you having the last word and positive message for mm-hmm. someone. If we have a young foster youth listening to our show or we have an older person listening to our show, you know, mm-hmm. you probably can give some wisdom to help out some older folks going to some things. What would you say uh, how to get through that storm? What do you do to get through that storm? Or, you know, how do you deal with certain things?
1: That's a good question
0: Another one I got another one Dominique (laughs) My last interview I got him on a good question
1: Oh yeah 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 That's a good question Um, What do you do I mean Okay if you're in my situation I'm gonna give both For a foster parent And for the foster youth Can I do that Yes yes So for foster parents I would say Treat your Treat your foster youth that you have, whether it's one or more, treat them like they're yours. Don't make a difference. Don't give more than you give the next. Don't give them, don't, and don't hover over your kids, period. Allow them to be independent and allow them to fall and get back up and help them through it, but don't try to do every single thing for them. Um, And definitely don't separate them from people their age. That's very important that they get that social interaction. Um, And then for foster youth, it's just like, you got to figure out how to find, you got to figure out how to find your worth. You got to figure out how to know it. Um, Yeah, you got to figure out how to know your worth. You got to figure out how to believe in that. And you have to build some kind of self-esteem, some kind of identity. Um, My issue is sometimes that I can't identify with nothing sometimes because I don't really know my We bio- I know them, but I'm not close mm-hmm. to them. So like, yeah, just figuring out my identity, figure out who you are, what you stand for what you can tolerate what you don't tolerate and stick to that and then go hard in everything you do put 110% in everything you do
0: awesome oh man that's a great way to close out our show we want to thank all of you guys for tuning in Right Way Podcast 10 minutes of healing the right way taking your pain and turning it into power I just want to thank Latrice uh, for donating her time coming in coming in here sharing her story and her wisdom so please tune in next week folks peace God bless 10 minutes of healing the right way and we invite you to come back every week read more about us and our mission at therightwayfoundation.org